0: Welcome to the Fearfully and Wonderfully Me podcast, a podcast designed to help you increase your influence, develop your leadership, and maximize your results. Hello, everyone. Welcome to today's podcast on the leadership myth. Uh, this topic came up because I've had a, a couple of uh, interviews lately where I was being interviewed for someone else's podcast. And, and most recently, this one just happened just today. And I thought, you know what? This is a really great topic to drill down on on an entire podcast episode. So I wanted to take a a podcast episode and dig into the leadership myth because I think it's – It is a dangerous myth and misconception that leadership is something you either have or you don't. And by that, I mean that I'm one of those people that thought leadership is just for the boss or the CEO of a company or the supervisor, right? And uh, it's Warren Bennis. I want to share a quote with you from Warren Bennis. He says, the most dangerous leadership myth is that leaders are born, that there is a genetic factor to leadership, Because if you just assume that leadership is a genetic factor and you either have it or you don't, then you're never going to develop that. And in truth, leadership is influence, right? John Maxwell said leadership is influence, nothing more, nothing less. And so it's so important for us to realize that if we don't feel like we are just naturally gifted in leadership, it's absolutely something that we can develop. And the reason this came up today, and I was um, doing an interview with um, a lady from the Netherlands, and we were we were talking about leadership and influence, specifically for women. And I made this statement, and I've said this before in my books. I talk about it, leadership gems for women, thirty characteristics of very successful women. Um, when it comes to leadership and influence, women have a natural advantage there. Because women by nature are a little more nurturing, a little more relational. It's just simply a fact that, that we tend to be a little more relationship-oriented than, than men do. Now, the reason that's an advantage is because if leadership is influence, influence is determined by relationships. If you don't know me, you are, and I don't have a relationship with you, you're not going to trust me, and then I can't influence you at a very high level. Right. True, authentic influence, not influence based on authority or a title or position or rank, but but true, authentic influence between individuals is based on relationships and women tend to be a little better at building the relationship than men do. That's just a fact. It's it's really not a a feminist statement. I I just recognize that men and women have different leadership styles. And women can, you know, learn to to leverage that natural inclination toward nurturing and relationships. And it can be huge advantage when it comes to influence. Now the key there is that because we tend to be a little more relationship oriented, we also have to balance that with getting results in the organization, right? Because if you're in an organization in a professional setting, as a leader, you have to get results for the organization. That's part of the mission. And if you're not effective at doing that, then you're ineffective at at that role, right? So it doesn't matter if you love everybody, but if you can't get the work done, that's not going to be effective leadership style. And vice versa, if you are a hard and fast dictator manager you know, oversight, um, uh, what's it called, snoopervising, where you want to, you know, micromanage everybody and everything, the work might get done, but you're losing so much productivity and synergy and engagement from the team members if you're not balancing that with the relationships, right, with caring about people. And so there again, women tend to have a a more natural inclination towards building the relationships. We just have to balance that with getting the results. So leadership being a genetic trait is a dangerous myth because there again, I'm one of those people who didn't realize early on in my career that leadership is something everybody can have, right? If leadership is influence, all of us can learn to develop that skill, All of us can work on improving our relationships and our ability to connect with people and build better relationships and influence people at a higher level. I've talked before about um, John Maxwell's book, The Five Levels of Leadership. And Mike and I are certified to teach a lot of John Maxwell's um, programs and content. And really for me, I think The Five Levels of Leadership is probably my all-time favorite leadership book because it was so profound for me and helping me understand the why and the structure behind leadership and influence. And it really gave me almost a mental image of leadership and influence as a a ladder I could learn to climb. And that was eye-opening because it gave me the language, right? And when I could speak the language, then I could be more intentional about speaking it and applying it and doing it and living it. And I really just saw a phenomenal increase in my ability to influence people. Once I started applying those principles to my life personally and professionally, right? Influence is absolutely something we want in the professional environment. But I guarantee you, if you are a work from home mom or a stay at home mom or just a full time mom, you want to influence your kids, you want to influence your spouse, right? You want to influence your kids to make better choices in life so influence is something that affects us in all dimensions of our life it affects us in our community it affects us at work obviously we want to have more influence with the people we work for we want to and with we want to influence our boss we want to influence our team members you know influence is so incredibly dynamic and the thing is every single one of us want more of it right we all have some influence but all of us want more of it it's just human that since the moment we are born we start wanting to influence the world around us. We start wanting to affect the world around us. That's why a baby starts to cry, right? They're hungry or they're uncomfortable or they need comforting. They're trying to influence somebody to do something. And they, you know, we as humans learn that at an incredibly young age, somebody cries, somebody, or if I cry, somebody picks me up, somebody gives me a bottle, right? And so we learn that response, is um directly you know linked with an action and so we realize intuitively we can influence the world around us and this can this can be an incredibly valuable skill as we get older when used appropriately when used effectively the problem is that as we grow older it it really doesn't happen automatically that we learn that we have to be intentional about developing that leadership skill, that influence, right? Absolutely, we could stay the the inner two-year-old emotionally and pitch a fit when things don't go our way, but hopefully we grow out of that within just a couple of years and we start to realize that just because we have the emotions doesn't mean that the best response is dictated by those emotions, right? Right. We have emotions as humans, but pitching a fit just because we feel upset about something doesn't help us resolve it unless we are two years old. And it might not help us resolve it when we're two years old, but we're two years old, that's all we know is how to respond based on the emotion. We don't have the thought process developed to say, oh, man, I feel like throwing a temper tantrum when things don't go my way. Hopefully, as as an adult, we've matured into the thought process that says, you know what, throwing a temper tantrum is not going to increase my influence. It's not going to increase my opportunities. It's not going to increase or improve my circumstances. Let me figure out a better response. Right. That's a learned um, skill that absolutely we can develop. So back to that leadership myth. I think it's important to remember that because absolutely, there are people who are maybe naturally a little more inclined toward connecting with people and that's a, you know, again, that's an asset when it comes to influence. I always said Mac is just a very gifted naturally influencer. He just has a knack with connecting with people and I've learned an incredible amount from from watching that Um, and I, you know, for many years I thought, well, I'm not that way so therefore I can't be really great at influence But, uh, you know, like anything, when we work to develop a skill, we can get better at it. And so on the podcast interview I was doing today, I talked about how after I left home um, and, you know, coming out of an abusive situation and very uh, under socialized, I guess, right? We didn't go to school, we didn't go to church, I didn't have a lot of social experiences or opportunities growing up and so it's not really that I was introverted I just really didn't know how to communicate with people. I didn't really know how to connect with people. And that held me back personally and professionally, right? I started my first job waiting tables and I didn't know how to greet my customers. And let me tell you, you don't make very very good tips if you're not really good at just interacting with customers and making them feel welcome. So it was something I had to learn pretty quickly. But you know, today when I tell people that You know, 20 something years ago, I was really bad at communicating and connecting with people and I had poor communication skills and, and uh, even the lady I was talking to today she was like wow that's amazing because you, you know you talk now for a living right you seem to be good at communicating. And I just, you know, to me, I just say that that shows that any one of us have potential to develop and, and change. And that's a transformation, right? You're seeing me now after 20 plus years of work and development on myself. And, and I'm, you know, I'm glad that I've been able to improve on that to the point that, that most people have a hard time conceiving of a me who is very quiet. And there again, not necessarily introverted, just, just not sure how to interact at large with the world around her. And, you know, there again, it's just a, a, an example, right? I'm living proof of someone who's applied these principles to my life, to my circumstances, and I've gotten results. And that's why I get excited about talking about them because they work, right? I'm, I'm not excited about leadership and influence because I read about it in, in a book. I'm excited about it because I read it in a book and I did something with it, And I've gotten the results. I've seen some of the benefits that can come from that. And that's powerful. You know, Mac and I use the example that leadership principles are much like gravity. Even if you don't know what gravity is, you don't believe in gravity, you would tell me that there's no such thing as gravity. But if you walk off of the roof of this building or this house, you would be subject to gravity, right? Gravity is a principle. You would fall, gravity would apply. And leadership principles are the exact same way. Even if we don't know about them or don't believe in them, they still apply. And our effectiveness in life becomes much greater when we start to learn to work with the leadership principles instead of against them, right? And that's that's why I'm so intentional about reading and learning and growing, because I know how much I don't know about Interacting with people because people are so dynamic, right? Leadership is so dynamic because leadership and influence does come down to interacting with people. And there's so much that that we can learn about that. I think it's limitless, right? We're never going to learn at all. And yet, every time that we can pick up one more nugget or piece of wisdom or learn one little um, tool to put in our tool belt, then we're much better equipped for the situations that we're going to face. In the future and that's why i'm so intentional about it you know i'm so intentional about my reading and growth and it doesn't mean that i learn a super um, huge amount of stuff i just read a book um i just finished a book called 100 ways to beat the blues and it was just this little book put together by tanya tucker and it was like a hundred different little tiny lessons from different people um some of them famous some of them not on how to overcome, you know, kind of that, um, you know, just that sad mindset, or the blues, as we call them, and and she was kind of putting a a country music twist on it a little bit, so it was kind of cute, Um, so I didn't get a lot of wisdom out of that book, but what I did get was some cool stories from some, um, you know, singers, and you know, learning from Loretta, Loretta Lynn and she talked about her, a little bit about her story growing up. And um, it's interesting when we read the stories of people like that who've gone on to be very successful, right? So anyway, all that to say, it wasn't necessarily a leadership book, but I learned something, right? I got some nuggets and some insight and and learned a little bit about um, some different people. So, you know, if if we read... Or maybe you're not a big reader, maybe you're an audiobook person, that's okay. Maybe you're a podcast person, that's okay too. There are so many different ways to grow. We just have to be intentional about that because every time we can grow, expand our level of awareness relative to ourselves and relative to how the world works, right? Every time we can do that, we are increasing our influence, our opportunities, improving our circumstances. And taking one step closer to overcoming that leadership misconception that I can't influence the world around me, because every single one of us have the potential to, to change our world, right? If we change ourselves and our corner of the world, we can that means we don't have to settle for a life that we don't enjoy, a career we're miserable in, a relationship that doesn't satisfy us. Because if we learn that we can influence the world around us, then that just means. All we have to figure out is how, and that's why it's so important to be intentional about growing and developing ourselves and our leadership and influence skills. Until next time.